0: Hello, and welcome to Empire Builders, the place for entrepreneurs, business owners, and experts who want to build an epic empire. I'm Nick James, and thanks for joining me here today. In this episode, I'm gonna share some key lessons, distinctions that I've picked up over the last five years of building expert empires from scratch. So to take you back a little bit, I guess, brief story, which you might not know, is that um, in 2015, I was running a relative, very relatively successful um, business with a partner. Um, and we got that business up to, uh, I think in 2015, did, did about 2.6 million. Um, and for various reasons, in July, at the end of June, July 2015, we decided to go our separate ways, part company, um, and start again, uh, well, I started again from scratch. So on the 7th of July 2015, um, I actually only realised this um, when I was uh, I was delivering a session for our masterminders um, on the 7th of July, and it only really just occurred to me that it was in fact five years to the day that I'd started from absolute zero. Um, And so, yeah, on the 7th of July, 2015, started from scratch. Literally, I went from having a multi-seven-figure business with 18 staff, offices, lots of clients, um, to literally um, overnight starting from zero again. No staff, no clients, no money, nothing. Um, So it's fair to say that, you know, at that time, I was... I was probably more in a place of desperation than I was inspiration. Um, And I guess the first big lesson that I learned um, and that served me well over the last five years is that your energy, your state, your mindset as a business owner is probably the greatest influence upon the success or not that you have because the, tr- the truth is in on the 7th of july 2015 i was not in a particularly resourceful state you know I-, I was definitely struggling um personally mentally emotionally um and fortunately um and i guess this is for anyone who's listening um maybe you can relate to this right now i was definitely in a place of desperation but that wasn't a bad thing necessarily because Um, you know, it it got me into action. It forced me. I had, you know, no money, but I had, you know, I've still got a wife, two kids, bills to pay, um, a reputation to uphold. And so I guess that desperation was in fact the greatest gift um, that I could have been given. And so I did in July 2015 exactly what I preach now, which is started a brand new business from scratch um, and used the model or models that are, to be fair, um, fairly basic. I, I wasn't trying to run massive events again. I wasn't trying to build a multi seven figure business overnight again. I literally went back to basics and went, right, I'm going to see if I can get or see how many one-on-one coaching consulting clients I might be able to get uh, I might be able to attract and and, and work with um, and you know fortunately over the initial couple of months from July August managed to get I think about 10 one-on-one clients that paid me for consulting I specialized in an area that I knew well so I wasn't just a business coach I specialized in um, how to promote and fill and run profitable events, which is what I'd done for many, many years. Um, and so I managed to get about 10 one-on-one consulting clients in the first couple of months. From there, I then began to rebuild. And so um, the next stage really, and for anyone who's in the early stages of an expert business, this is the best advice I've got for you, is specialise and focus on um, working one-to-one initially and once you've got a foundation built as i had with my 10 to one consulting clients then you can look to do a more leveraged scalable model so um in october of 2015 i ran my first event in the new business and we got um it, it was a shade under i think 100 people actually came and attended that event and um, so it was by no means my biggest event to date, but um you know it got me moving more into want to many a more leveraged scalable model um and and really from there i was at a crossroads and i went now i want to start going i want to start going big and really getting back to where i was previously more to prove to myself and prove to the people around me that it could be done that the first success the first business wasn't just a fluke if you like um and the uh the, the, the what was crazy so the decision i made was that i wanted to rebuild go big again um and my vision for doing that was to create something new in the uk expert space um and in particular a lot of people were running events that were free low cost they were maybe you've been to some of these events it was um let's say uh, lots of, uh, not a lot of commitment to get in the room financially, but lots of encouragement in the room for you to make further financial commitment, if that makes any sense to you at all. Um, I'm sure you've had experiences like that. And so I was inspired to create events that were more about serving rather than selling, albeit the Barrier to entry was fairly significant so people had to pay to attend and purchase tickets, and so the model that I created, I really I'd been following Gary Vaynerchuk for quite some time, and I really bought into his philosophy. Um, and I, uh, I, at the around this time, I I, I was given the opportunity to actually um, go and see Gary speak at a live event in London. So he was launching one of his books, um, and they were running an event in London. Um, they'd sold they'd sold the thing out 500 tickets. I couldn't get a ticket. Um, and around this time, um, it was actually a former client of mine. I think it was the day before the event posted on Facebook and said, um, uh, basically, um, I've got a spare ticket, um, and I'm going to sell it to the highest bidder. Um, and, uh, and so I just direct messaged him on Facebook and said, Hey, I'd love to go to the event. How much do you want for the ticket? Um, and, uh, and again, it, I do believe in fate to a certain extent. And, um, you know, back then, uh, like, you know, I couldn't have explained this um, really. Uh, And and the event was sold out, like I say. Um, And this guy messaged me back and just, he was actually a former client. He said, look, Nick, you know, because of all the, uh, all the amazing stuff you've done um, with, with me and my business and my family, I really appreciate it. Um, I want you to have the ticket. It's free, it's yours, um, which I was incredibly, incredibly grateful for, uh, of course. And so the very next day, got on the train down to London and sat in the room with 500 other people um, to see Gary Vaynerchuk speak at this event. Um, and what, what was quite interesting was that they, um, they did like a, a raffle at the event um, which is actually something we've now replicated and do at our events and the raffle um, there was 500 people in the room everyone had a ticket that you put that you got when you walked in and you could also purchase further raffle tickets which i didn't bother doing but there was there was probably thousands of raffle tickets in the room um, and when they came to the end of the event they did a prize draw um, and the prize was to win um, an hour face-to-face consulting with gary vaynerchuk um, and i remember sitting there uh, with my little ticket in my hand um, and the, you know they, they, they were running the raffle from the front of the room and of course everyone's got the tickets and they're looking at the number and they read out the number um, and like the I'm thinking like I want to work with Gary, I want him to speak and headline this new event that I'm visioning like this would be the perfect opportunity and they read out the number and some woman about four rows back, it's her not me, um, so Basically, my destiny has been snatched away from me, was what I was thinking at the time. Um, and then what they decided to do was do another prize draw. Um, and on the second prize draw, wouldn't you just know it? My ticket comes out. Um, so now I'm, I'm kind of like, torn between emotions of excitement and thinking, wow, you know, this is a great opportunity to create this vision that I've, um, or to make the vision that I've created a reality. But at the same time, I'm feeling really guilty because the guy sitting next to me was the guy that gifted me the ticket for free. And I've won and he hasn't, but um, he, he was very gracious. He went, look, Nick, I know the vision you've got. I want you to have it. This is a great opportunity for you. And I'm really grateful to him, even to this day. So fast forward a couple of months and I'm sat Face to face with Gary Vaynerchuk in uh, in his offices in London, um, and uh, I'm telling him about this vision for the event and what I want to create. Um, and it was it was an unbelievable hour that I spent with him. made made me completely rethink my entire business model. Um, and actually, um, long story short, he actually didn't want to get into doing the events scene, um, and so he refused initially um but his philosophy really and, and the, the words that i'm about to share with you are um have completely changed my life which is um he said when we were talking about this whole events model um he said nick how you make your money is far more important than how much money you make um and it, it made me completely rethink the model and focus primarily on serving and creating a far better experience for our clients um, than what I felt anyone else in the industry was doing. Um, so we got to the point where um, Gary was in for doing the event because you know he felt that our values were aligned. Um, then there was one big problem. And so this is, I want to give you one of my big lessons as well uh, over the last five years that I've learned, um, is around cash and cash flow. Because um, the big sticking point with getting him to come and speak at the first Expert Empires event was actually... Um, the speaker fee, the costs of running the event, I calculated that with Gary's fee plus venue and all, uh, AV and all that kind of stuff, um, it was probably going to cost somewhere in the region of 200 grand to run the event. And I, I didn't have 200 grand, didn't have anywhere near that kind of money. Um, and so I applied actually um, a lesson that I'd learned previously from a mentor um, called Keith Cunningham, which is four ways to increase cash flow in your business. Um, and the four ways to increase cash, cash flow in your business i think are highly valuable and relevant to anybody if you're at startup phase you know having some capital behind you is valuable if you're in a tough spot um which many businesses are right now of course due to the covid crisis and you need to increase cash flow in your business this is really helpful and of course you know you might be smooth you might be running great and in a uh, you know you might be running smoothly in a great position and um having the ability to increase cash flow in your business at any time is highly valuable skill. Um, So there's four ways that I learned to increase cash flow, um, and I applied all of them in late 2016, early 2017, um, to be able to launch Expert Empires with Gary Vaynerchuk as the headline speaker. Um, So the first cash flow strategy is actually to push back any money you owe. So um, when I looked at the, um, when I looked at the way I was gonna run this event, um, I looked at the terms of payment for all the different suppliers. So, Gary is the headline speaker, the venue, the AV production company, all these different things. And I basically negotiated terms that would mean I didn't have to pay out all the money up front. In actual fact, out of the 200 grand, I was probably in for about 30 up front. Um, and the rest of it was all, you know, in the last 30 days before the event. Um, so I negotiated terms to push back a lot of the suppliers or the payment terms of the suppliers. Um, the second thing is to pull forward money you're owed. So um, I also had at the time number of clients on consulting or, um, or or year-long packages, things like that, with me. And so I contacted them, uh, not all of them, but a few of them, and said, "Hey, you know, I, I'm doing a, I'm trying to raise capital so I can do this event, um, which is you know big deal for me. And so you know, if you would invest." Uh, upfront with me um, if you'd invest up front with me um, for the year rather than paying monthly i'll give you a discount um, and I think I offered about a 20% discount and a handful of those did it. Um, so we raised a chunk of capital doing that, um, which was good for them because they got a discount and good for me because I got the cash up front, which I needed to be able to finance the event. Um, the third way to increase cash flow is finance, borrowing, lending, which I think a lot of people see that as a bad thing, but we're told that getting into debt is a bad thing. And actually sometimes getting um, finance or borrowing on good terms when it's appropriate, when you know that you can invest that money and get a good return is a smart move. Um, and so uh, what, what I did was I got a couple of private investors lined up, um, what, one of which um, was was a friend of mine uh, who, was, who was willing to put in about 30 grand. Um, the other one was uh, another, I wouldn't say friend, but somebody that I knew from the industry who was willing to put in 100 grand at 50% interest because he knew what return I was likely to get on for the event. But it meant that I had all the cash flow required to be able to pull off the event. And then of course, when I negotiated terms with the suppliers, it meant that I didn't need to take that finance. But having it in place, having it agreed, having it there in principle, made me more confident to be able to go and sign the contract um, for Gary to headline it, because I knew I could get, I knew I had the cash available to be able to finance the event. Um, And then finally, I say finally the best the final way to increase cash flow in your business but it's the one that everyone goes to first and really it's probably the one that's most difficult um rather than pushing back money you owe or pulling forward money that is owed to you or getting financing at preferential rates by the way even if the rates aren't great if the return's going to be greater than the cost of borrowing then it's worth doing um is to the final one is to get new sales and so I looked at um when we could get tickets on sale for the event and compare that to when we had to spend the outgoings on the event. I looked at sponsorships and so I managed to get a a few sponsorships agreed in principle. So effectively by using these four cash flow strategies, I managed to get myself into a position where I could run an event that was going to cost me 200 grand, even though I didn't have 200 grand, didn't have anywhere near that. Um, You know, I think in the at the time the business bank balance was probably about 30 grand maybe even less so um how could i commit to running an event that was going to cost me nearly 10 times what i had in the bank because i used these four cash flow strategies um and the upshot of that was that in may 2017 we ran the first ever expert empires event gary vaynerchuk was the headline speaker it was at the time the by far and away the biggest and best event I'd ever hosted. It was the most profitable event I'd ever hosted as well. Um, and since then, uh, over the last few years, we've had over four thousand people through do, through the doors um, at our Expert Empires events. And actually, I only, I only just realised this um, when I was preparing to record this episode. Um, that in two thousand fifteen, the twelve months previously, um, in that in that former business. We'd done 2.6 million, and you know that was a big deal to me, and that was, you know, I was very proud of that. And then, literally, you know, at the end of June, lost everything overnight and started from scratch in July 2015 at zero. And actually, um, you know, to eclipse that, um, which we did uh, to get to 2.7 million in sales, um, was you know was was a big moment for me because it felt like I'd turned it around and and built back what I'd lost, Um, and I really believe that, um, you know, I think this is a a Tony Robbins phrase, I've heard him say it a lot, which is that, how'd it be, or or like, I think when we're in tough times, which without a doubt, early 2000, uh, early July 2015 was without doubt the hardest time ever in my business career, how would it be if your worst day was actually your best day, and looking back, it was without a doubt the worst period I've ever been through in business. But looking back now, it was the greatest gift. It, without a shadow of a doubt, it was the best thing that's ever happened to me because everything I've just shared with you, the lessons I've learned, um, and by the way, I, I said lessons over the last five years, these these were really things that happened in the first two years. We literally went from zero to seven figures within two and a half years um, of restarting. And that would never have been possible if I'd not had that big, um, you know, that, that big knockback, that big um, negative experience of, of effectively lose, losing everything. So I really believe that um, if you look hard enough, you can find and you can see that in fact, your worst day could be your best day. And it certainly was for me. So I, I guess I'm sharing this message. If you're right now just starting from scratch, if you've been through tough times, if you're at a stage where you're going, I don't know what to do next, and you feel like it's the worst time you could possibly imagine, I'm telling you that in the future, you will look back on this. If you use that desperation that I had in 2015 as inspiration, really, then, you know, it could well be that it turns around to be your best day. And I'm just incredibly grateful. Um, if you're listening to this, um, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, for subscribing. Um, if you've attended, if you're one of the 4,000 plus people that's attended an Expert Empires event over the last few years, I'm so grateful that you've contributed to part of the vision that, that, that's been created so far and that we continue to build. Um, if you're a Mastermind member, either past or present, you've been in our Mastermind programs. I mean, I'm always uh, massively in your debt. You know, when I think back to some of the early uh, supporters, you know, in, in July, August, 2015, the people that invested with me when I needed it most and took a punt, I'm so grateful to them because, I mean, I, I really don't know what would have happened if they'd not. Uh, if they'd not taken the decision to support what I was doing and invest um, and believe in me, so I'm incredibly grateful to all those people and of course to the the team, both current and past as well, who, who you know have worked tirelessly to support this vision and grow it. Um, you really can't do these things without amazing people around you. So um, I hopefully found this episode insightful, useful. Um, again, I'd say if you're in a tough spot right now, um, remember that the worst day can often be your best day because it's the opportunity to come back. You know, the old adage, every setback is an opportunity for a comeback. And that's definitely what what was the case for me in 2015 and has been for the last five years. And I'm excited To record episodes in the future about the lessons that i'll experience over the next five years of course we've got lots of exciting things planned as we come out of this covid season and into into 2021 you know i think there's going to be um great opportunities in our industry for for growth and to do bigger better more creative things so um it really is as i often say a phenomenal time to be alive i really believe that so thank you all for tuning in please share uh the uh, share the love, share your support for this podcast uh, on social media. I really appreciate um, all of you that have done that so far. Take care and I'll speak to you soon. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Empire Builders. Please subscribe, leave us a review on Apple, on Spotify, on other platforms and uh, share the love, tell your friends. Remember till next time, the more you connect, the more you collect.